double-teamed fam. How are we doing today? Yeah, okay. All right. Anyways, how are we doing? We hope you had a wonderful week, weekend. Now you're here with us. It's Thursday. Let's let's get into it. We have some, some fun stuff to talk about. Yeah. Actually, okay, before we start this, the whole segment that this, I wanted to do this episode on, I did want to tell a brief story. So I mentioned- Story time with Nikki. Story time with Nikki. So I mentioned last week, um, one of my partners, Calvin. So a little bit of a backstory. I think this is the first guy that I've mentioned by name. Is it? I think so. Besides my husband, my ex-husband. Well, you didn't even give him, we didn't even say his name. Every once in a while we did. Anyways, so I met Calvin a year ago. It was like last July, July of 2021. Mixing up my years a little bit. Anyways. And we met on Bumble. Ever since then, we've been like friends with benefits. Uh, We go to raves together. We hang out. We have sex occasionally. Like, it's just, it's been really cool. I really like him. We have a good friendship, which I really appreciate. Um, Anyways, um, but when was it? January timeframe. Okay, the weekend's new album, Dawn FM, had just come out. which I I fucking love that album and I remember at one point I like I went over to his house we were hooking up um and I put on a song from the album just to show him and we ended up having sex to the entire album like time just got away from us okay and then we listened to his sex playlist while we banged anyways great experience but it was a couple of hours and I never peed okay so I went home. This story. <laughs> I went home and I can't remember if I peed when I got home. I didn't have to pee. I only I came once. And usually if I come like one time, I don't have to pee a whole lot. But if I come like two or three or four more times, whatever, like I'll I'll definitely have to pee. Anyways, so fast forward three days later and I did tell the story on Patreon, by the way. <laughs> so they already know. So sorry to our patrons. But three days later, I had symptoms of a UTI. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to take some cranberry pills. I'll monitor it. And if it starts feeling iffy, then I'll go get some antibiotics from the doctor, um, which maybe wasn't the best course of action. Um, but I know it was a UTI because I'm like, well, I'm pretty sure I forgot to pee. So or you know, thinking UTI. So let's fast forward another three days was taking cranberry pills religiously, but I woke up one morning at approximately 3 a.m. in the worst pain of my life. And I literally, like, what's that face for, Kimmy? I'm just remembering that night. Okay, anyway. It was not my favorite. (laughs) It really wasn't. So I'm peacefully sleeping, (laughs) and Nikki comes into my bed. Kimmy, wake up. Wake up. I'm like, what? <laughs> this bitch woke me up at 3 a.m. She was like, I have been the worst pain of my life. I don't know what to do. I was like, what's hurting? She was like, my kidneys. I'm like, been there, done that. Like, how? Well, I didn't know it was my kidneys, but I thought it was my kidneys. And the thing was, I just, it was on, it was on the left side, kind Kidney of Kidney pain does hurt. It was towards the middle of my back, and it was like throbbing. It was on a, on a scale of like 10. I would say, actually, they did ask me this at the hospital. I would say an eight. 
eight and a half. Like, are we sure like a solid eight? Yeah. Because I feel like 10 is a lot. Yeah. 10 is like your femur is sticking out of your skin. Okay. I think eight. Come on. I, don't you remember? I was like literally like bawling my eyes out in the emergency waiting room. You were. I was. You were. Anyways. So I I was in Kami's bed and I'm sitting there and I'm thinking like, okay, I don't know what this is. I'm like Googling a bunch of shit. I texted the two doctors that I knew off Bumble, but it was like 3 a.m. So like neither of them were up. So neither of them texted me back. And then finally I was like, I, I'm like, okay, I'm going to wait. Urgent care doesn't open till 8 a.m. If I go to the emergency room, it's going to like cost me like a shit ton of money. So I was like, I'll wait 15, 20 minutes. I'll see if the pain subsides and then I will... Uh, figure out from there hindsight I should have like maybe taken some like ibuprofen or something to help with the pain I don't know I don't know when my kidneys hurt I don't take anything I just ride it out 15 minutes pass and I'm in worse pain than before so finally I was like Kami I think we need to go to the emergency room I just want to make sure everything's okay whatever so we drive down to Cedar Sinai which is like maybe five ten minutes from our place which is super great so Kami drops me off while she goes to park. I'm literally like crawling on the floor to the where I like give the lady my info. And this paramedic looking dude, he's like, do you need some to sit? I'm like, I'm fine. I'm like on the floor, like doubled over, like trying to like breathe through it, you know. And finally, he's like, here's a wheelchair. So I sit down and then they like take all my information. And then Kami comes in and then we, we like wait for another like 20, 30 minutes in the ER. One thing and- I would like to confirm is that I never want to be in, at an ER at 3 a.m. again. Not that it was weird, but it was a lot. It was the a energy lot. was the energy was not the vibe. Overwhelming. Anyways, I'm bawling my eyes out. They finally get me to the to the back. And then they like start hooking me up, like doing all these things, whatever. I go pee. They like test my blood, whatever. And then the doctor comes in, he's like, I'm gonna order a CAT scan. Is that what it is? CAT scan, C T scan? Mm-hmm. Anyways, I'll never forget this. They wheel me over to the CAT scan. <laughs> and I'm like, remember guys, I'm still like, I'm, do you remember? I was crying. I was like grunting, like the pain that I was, (laughs) (laughs) that's what it was like. Well, yeah, the pain, it was like throbbing and pulsing and like, (sighs) okay. Yeah. Yeah. That was, there a lot of that. (laughs) Yeah. There was a lot of that. Okay. I was trying. Look guys, I've been through this before and I handled it a lot better. Okay. The fuck is that supposed to mean? I didn't go to the emergency room. It was really bad pain, Cammy. Keep going. Yours wasn't that bad, was it? I mean, I wasn't pretty bad pain for there for a little while. So I experienced, we'll, we'll keep going. Anyways, they wheel me to the CAT scan and um, they put me on the machine and then it starts going and like halfway through, <laughs> halfway through, the lady like runs out and she stops the thing. She was like, are you pregnant? And I'm like, What? <laughs> she was like is there the tears <laughs> she's like no she's like is there a chance you're pregnant and i'm thinking there for a second i'm like well calvin and i did not use condoms why we've been seeing each other for like over six months you know we 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 went past the whole condom thing so i was like uh and then i was like no i don't think so and she uh, she's <laughs> she runs back and then commences the the cat scan. I'm sitting there thinking. I'm like, I feel like they should have checked that before they put me in. But 
I digress, you know, so. It was 3 a.m. If sis was tired, yeah. I get it. Sis. I get it. Sis was tired. So they wheeled me back to the room that I was in. And I remember as soon as they wheeled me back in, the guy that, the other guy that was part of the CT scan thing, he was like, get her on pain meds ASAP. She cannot go another minute without pain meds. So they put me on some pain meds. More things happen. I don't remember. End of the story, I had a urinary tract infection that spread to a kidney infection. And that is why I went to the emergency room. And so they gave me some antibiotics. They sent me home. I'll never forget because Cami had to leave before me because she had work. I Ubered home. She Ubered home and she left me the keys and the parking ticket. And I'm like leaving on my way out. You know the really touching thing? Mm. I just remembered this small minute detail. Yeah. I was wearing Calvin's sweatshirt that he gave me when we hung out. Full circle moment. I just now remember that. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> and then I was, as I was leaving, I asked the lady, I'm like, do y'all validate parking? And she was like, no. And I was yeah, like, it was $15. You've got to be kidding me. $15. But the reason I remember this whole scenario is because I got the final bill today from the hospital and I owe like a grand. So. Moral of the story, pee after sex so that you don't end up in the ER at three o'clock in the morning um, in the worst pain of your life and then have to pay your copay and another grain on top of that. So that's where I am. See, I had a, the similar thing happen. A wait, year. wait, wait. I did want to add one detail that I totally forgot about. Yeah. So I, I took a selfie while I was at the hospital. <laughs> I posted it because the anesthesiologist worked at that hospital. And part of me was like, maybe he's in today. <laughs> He'll come see me. He uh, he was not in that day and he did not come see me. But I was I was looking for the, the serendipity of that moment. It didn't happen, but <laughs> it was the same hospital he worked at. <clears throat> Shameless. Anyways, it is shameless. I had a similar thing happen about a year before that where I got a UTI and it did spread to my kidneys. Mind you, it left me with like chronic kidney pain since then. We both have kidney pain now, Kimi and I. So now like if I It's take, actually a Libra thing. Yeah, if Libra I Libra rules over the kidney. It actually does, yeah. Libra rules the kidneys and the lower back and the butt area, I think it is. I have no idea. Yeah, that whole area. Anyways, now like if I drink alcohol or take any like heavy medications like one time I took an 800 milligram ibuprofen for something else yeah my kidneys did not like that so so now we both have kidney issues because of UTIs that spread to kidney infection so FYI pee after sex moving on so today's episode is about homie hoppers <laughs> okay let's backtrack let a me bit. elaborate so there's some kid on TikTok that like sings now and he made a song, and it had the term homie hopper in it. Okay, but homie hopper has been around. Has it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know it's that. It's been around way before Lil Huddy or whoever it is. Yeah. Was that who was saying it? Yeah. About um, Charlie D'Amelio. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Oh. Yeah. Is she a homie hopper? Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, so, so it had me reflecting on if I was a homie hopper, which I have been in one occasion, but Cammy's Cammy is... The queen of homie hoppers here. We have. A, oh, God. We already told this on our Patreon. Kimmy, we need the very condensed version. Just give us the three groups who you fucked in all of them. And then some like highlight moments. Go. All right. So basically 
end of, or, you know, the story begins. I'm 18. I'm about to graduate high school. I left my high school sweetheart. I lose my virginity to a guy I met on the highway. That's another different story. And yeah, I, I just, then I graduate high school. I'm working at Chili's. I'm the to-go girl there. And in comes, let's call him T. T comes in with his cute little lab and his, you know, well, puppy, whatever. He probably drove a truck. In his brand new Camaro. And Cammy is smitten. He's cute. Okay, he's tall. Not that, you know, now I love my short kings, but back then I liked my tall kings. Anyways, so we basically hit it off. You know, I hand him his order. He gets my number. We start talking. Right. T was in high school with us, but the grade before us. So he'd already graduated, but he was in town for the summer. Anyways, T had a ex uh, that he was like really in love with. So T and I start seeing each other for about, I want to say a few weeks a little bit less than two months um but for you know high school cami that was enough time to like basically fall in love and anyways so then all of a sudden he's like you know what no never mind i want to go back to my ex so he breaks it off with me and at that point summer is well it's well into summer okay hot girl summer is in full throttle for everybody else but me so i decide you know it's time basically the this one girl she I wasn't cheer with her. Um, she invited me to this uh, lake house party for the weekend. And I was like, yeah, sure, I'll go. Um, uh, except. Moral of the story, Kimmy goes and sleeps with the one dude no, that Nicole, I always. No, just <laughs> let me tell it. Kimmy sleeps with the one dude that I always wanted to sleep with. Like the guy that I had my eye on for four years of high school, Kimmy slept with him. I'm not salty. I've let it go. Um, but. Are we sure? <laughs> I'll discuss this with my therapist. Actually, we have group therapy tomorrow. Let's discuss it then. We'll discuss it then. Wait, but it gets even better. So let's call that guy Rupp. I sleep with him in a room full of people in bunk beds, but his ma- his and I's mattress is on the floor. I'm on my period. I'm wearing a giant pad because I'm scared of tampons at this point. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm on my period. I'm wearing a pad. And we're in a r- dark room full of people trying to fall asleep. And he and I are fucking. So if that isn't me being an exhibitionist, I don't know what is. Anyways, so. That sounds unhinged. Moving on. I well, I went to the lake house. I drove with Rupp and another guy. Let's call him Jason. I think that's what his name was. Anyways, um, <laughs> on the way back. I said um, condensed version. This is I the know. long version. I, I'm, I'm trying to condense it as much as I can. Anyways, on the way back. Two days later, me and Jason hook up. So there are too many people that you're introducing to this. How many? And and those are two of T's good friends. Rupp being his bestest friend and then Jason being in his, you know, close-knit, clicky friend group. Okay, so how many? Fast forward to college. Now I start seeing G who, well, his his apartment was right next to one of the classes that I had on Monday morning. So I would spend the night on Sundays. And so that I could just easily drive to that class in the morning. Productive. Anyways, so yeah. Convenient, um, yeah. I'll, yeah. So he and I started fucking. Funny enough, he was that one girl's boyfriend at that, or ex-boyfriend. Yeah, I don't yeah. Know what was going on. Anyways, 
G is also one of T's friends. Well, G and I kind of call things off. T at the time is living with, we'll call them T2 and Fogel. So I... I just love that like anyone listening from high school is going to be like, I know exactly who this is. You all know who this is. If you're listening, I don't know. Um, I know uh, Roz listens, I think. Or at least Ross? I think. No, 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 no. Never mind. Ross, if you're listening. No, no, keep going. You were really Not him, not him. Keep going. Anyways, um, so T2 hits me up and he and I hook up a few times. He was kind of awkward. I'm not going to lie. He always liked to have sex in the dark and I like literally pitch dark and he was like, it's so I can sense it more. And I was like, that's great, but I can't see anything like, okay. <laughs> At that time I was not skilled in I like, did not pitch dark that. sex. Anyways. So T T2 and I do it a few times and T2 and Fogel again are living with T original T. So and then you hook up with Fogel and, and then And then uh, no, I start dating Fogel. Fogel reaches out to me. Mind you everybody, all these dudes reached out to me first, okay? Not the other way around. So you weren't homie hopping. The I, homies were approaching you. The homies you. were hopping me. Okay? Homies <laughs> were hopping to you. Yes, exactly. Anyway, so Fogel and I start dating. Basically, at one point, all I remember is, you know, T and I were bound to see each other at this point. I was going over to his house all the time to see Fogel. And um, it's, I don't know, some random night. We all get drunk. I don't know where Fogel is. He's off talking to someone else in the house. They had a giant house. And T is sitting on his um, kitchen floor. And I'm sitting on the floor with him. And he's crying. And he was like... Why did you fuck all my friends? <laughs> uh, so he's crying, asking why you banged all his friends. And I was like, you kind of did. Yeah, but, you know, like, <laughs> it, was, it was, they came to you. They came to me. Like, like what was I supposed to I'm do? Just like, wondering, I don't like, know. Like, <laughs> were they, like, uh, talking amongst themselves and they were like, oh, yeah, Cammy. And then the other I one was like, know, you know like, what? Like, I'm going to, like. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, what the fuck? what's going on through their minds like oh that's t's you know ex chick like let me bang her like there was no bro code in that group. there was no bro code no. the bro code was broken and it wasn't by me so anyways i have no idea what i said to t you're not responsible for enforcing the bro code in that situation exactly i'm not the police but fast forward like two and a you're half just years. enjoying some dick yeah fast forward two and a half years later fogel's trying to get back with me that didn't happen and then T and I spark up a small um, fling romance that was just like, you know, a few like DJs here and there. And then he met the girl that I think he's now uh, married to. So that was homie hopping instance number one. Okay, number two needs to go a lot faster. Number two. Just name the guy and how many of his friends you slept with and yeah. They want to hear this, Nikki. Like we have time. What are we? What are we? At? What are we at? I said thirty-five minutes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, moving along. Fast forward. I'm, you know, I'm in college. I worked at Chili's for a little bit, but then I moved on to Wings and More in College Station, Texas. I loved this bar, even though everybody hated me in it. Why? Because I made a shit ton of money. Um, basically, because all the girls were required to wear like booty shorts and like this low-cut V-neck T-shirt, and it was just a bunch of country dudes from the oil rigs with a shit ton of money. So they tipped really nicely. Um, and I really liked this bar. They had a lot of like good drink nights and stuff. Anyways, so I start working at this bar. I'm about to go 
to Dallas for the weekend and I'm trying to get one of my shifts covered. And lo, here comes Zach. Oh, we're just going to use their names. Um, anyways, here. Yeah, comes they're all Zach. like white boy standard names. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Indistinguishable. Um, <laughs> Not so. special at all. <laughs> So, um, he and I strike up a friendship when I ask him to cover one of my shifts. Now, Zach lives with Aaron, Joey, and Ryan. By the end of the story, Kimmy does fuck all of them, yes. No, not Aaron, though I did make out with him. And Aaron and Joey were brothers. Um, (laughs) But basically what happened was Zach and I started hanging out platonically because he had a girlfriend. Um, But he, the sexual tension was there, I'm not going to lie. Um, so we would like hang out and like not do anything. And then sounds sus <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. Um, and then at this point, Joey, now, now granted, I've talked about Joey a lot in this podcast before in our early, in some of our early episodes, I fell in love with him. Joey, if you're listening, I'm still in love with you. So would you get back together with with Joey if he right now he was like, yo, let's date. I would really have to get to know him again. Um, oh, it has been like 10 years been a lot a while so yeah anyways I had actually seen Joey like a year or two prior walk out of one of his classes as I was walking in I saw him and I like instantly fell in love with him and when I saw him I was like he just kept walking we he we didn't make eye contact or anything I got this sense that I was like I'm gonna know him later on like not right now have some patience I know so Joey and I start like um kind of teasing each other a little bit like being mean but like you know gassing each other up to like if you know like we thought we were both hot and you know if we would have sex it would be really good um turns out the first time we had sex was terrible but then we're like you know what we have to redeem ourselves so then we became like friends with benefits and um Basically, he then he met a chick and he decided that he was going to date her. At this point, Zach and I, I can't remember what specifically happened, but him and his girlfriend were like on some sort of break. And I, he, too many details. I'm losing exactly. track. So there's Zach. And there's, there's Zach jo- and Joey so far. So I hook up with Zach. Okay. I think, I think all we did was like everything but sex. Okay. Then you hooked up with Joey. Okay. Then who's next? After that, when Joey and I end things and Zach and I only did it a few times, in comes Ryan. Now, Ryan... He was like a big bear. I absolutely loved him. We had a great time together. We would have really good sex. Um, and I would actually like go over to his place to to hook up, you know. Where, where Zach where Joey and Joey and Zach, lived. Yeah, wow. And I would use like all of Aaron's toiletries and stuff. Anyways, fast forward. Ryan is now dating a girl that he works with me at Wings and More. Then comes the the party. We all end up, the Wings and More crew, at a party at Zach, Aaron, Joey's house, um, and Ryan's house. And I get belligerent drunk. And I made out with it with Aaron. And I don't remember this, but at one point, apparently, I was on his bed screaming like, Aaron, come fuck me. Um, yes. Natalie, remember we recorded yeah, yeah, with Natalie? Yeah. She knows all about this. She was there. <laughs> Anyways. Lo and behold, and I didn't know this, but one of my really good friends from Wings and More, her name was Marissa. Um, she was actually, you know, dating Caleb, who worked also at Wings and More. Anyways, Marissa had no idea, but she was in love with Aaron, even though she was dating Caleb. Makes no sense. 
And so, so you made out with Aaron. So I made out with Aaron. She was pissed. And I mean livid. So later in the night, I'm like running, sprinting into the woods. Hello, Tiffany. Um, they find Tiffany is Cammie's drunk alter ego for any of you that I don't know. Yeah, for the newbies. Anyways. Um, so then I, I get taken home the next day I go into work and I am now the wings and more whore. Um, yeah. And every, since after that, everybody hated me, Marissa, any single time any, anyone new started working, she would turn everyone against me except Natalie, Natalie and I formed a friendship. She was like, what's wrong with, with Cammie? She's actually not that bad of a person. She's pretty cool. And she trains me at the gym. Like what's wrong with her? Um, she just kind of questioned why everybody hated me. Anyways, because you slept with everyone, but that's okay. I fully support it. Joey and I, every now and then, would um, hook up when him and his GF, who is now I think his wife, um, would break up. We don't so. need to throw that in there. So yeah. Um, so that was. Wait, so that wasn't was, there a third friend group? Or is that it? Were those the only two friend groups? Not. Mm, there was one guy named Trevor. Him and his friend both liked me, and I was talking to both of them. Um, and I almost stop. I almost hooked up with the other friend, but then I didn't. So this actually all reminds me of. Um, I so wait before I start my story. My question there is: um, Would you consider yourself a homie hopper? Yes or no. Honestly, um, if I'm not by choice, if I'm motivated, yeah, and the guy approaches me, I'm not going to say no. I'm sorry. I get that. And I think that's like I there are some dudes who like in the past, like I've been really attracted to their friends. And if they yeah, if they approached me, I think that's why you got to keep it real casual until you meet all his friends, because then (laughs) it's true. Keep it real casual until you meet his friends because you don't know if he's got a hotter. Know who's gonna yeah, be the you don't know if he's one. got a hotter friend know. or a friend that you click with more. So this actually actually happened to me recently. Um, uh, remember the guy that I met off Bumble uh, yes, that I yes, met yes. at the air show that I was at? Well, uh-huh. <clears throat> I like started falling in love with his best friend. So I I remember when I saw everything about homie hopping on TikTok, I was like, for a second, I was like, am I a homie hopper? I can't help it that I had this awesome connection with his friend, even though the other guy was the one that I met off Bumble. Guys, I don't think homie hopping is a bad word. I don't think so either. Like, you can't help it if you build a connection with someone. Different people make different connections. Yeah. So, and I mean, it's it's just, it's a, it can be a small world sometimes. How are you supposed to? It really can be. You know, it's really funny because a lot of times, one of my friends, when he moved to LA, He'd send me pictures of, like, the Instagrams of, like, girls that he matched with on Bumble. And he'd be like, what do you think of her? And then I'd go look on her profile, and she's, like, friends with, like, four dudes that I've slept with. And I'm like, well. And he's like, never mind. Because <laughs> him and I are best friends, and he doesn't want to fuck girls that have fucked the same dudes that I've fucked. And I'm like, this is a very small. Even though L.A. is a big city, it's a, like, it can also be a very small city. So don't limit yourself in that way. But what those stories did remind me of was in high school. Hey DT fam, you know how important STD testing is and how often we discuss it on our show, which is why I'm super stoked to be working with stdcheck.com. So whether you are with a new partner or you just want to stay on top of your sexual health, 
Maybe you have multiple partners or maybe you went to a sex party and forgot to use a condom. Whatever it is, it is super important for you to be maintaining your sexual health and that obviously includes STD testing. So stdcheck.com is the leader in reliable and affordable lab-based STD testing. I've done this many times, so I'm definitely a big fan of this. Basically, you order your test online and then go right to one of their certified labs, get your testing done, no doctor visit is required, and then you do get your results emailed to you in about two days. What I love about stdcheck.com obviously is it offers confidential and convenient STD testing. This is how I typically do my testing, especially when I want to do a full, full panel. So with multiple online payment options, it's super easy to set up and also you just have that peace of mind. If you're looking for a super convenient way to go get tested, head on to stdcheck.com. And right now, stdcheck.com is offering our listeners $10 off your order. So go to doubleteamedfam.com. Of course, we'll have that linked in the episode description. Click on stdcheck and use code DTF to get $10 off your next STI test. That's doubleteamedfam.com. Click on stdcheck and use code DTF to go get tested. And this is just a great way to support our show while you're taking care of your sexual health. So thank you guys. Go get tested. Um, I started seeing a guy that was part of like this one friend group and the guys Which were- Which is actually the friend group of all the dudes I fucked. Different friend groups slightly. So, okay, ever slightly. slightly. There, there was like a two. So yeah, slightly. there, there was because all the girls were kind of like the center, and then they had that one, you mm-hmm. know, array of guys, and then the other one that you fucked. That's true. Okay, well, the other array that Cami didn't fuck, all of those or most of those guys were these girls' boyfriends. There were nine of them total. Um, they bullied me my junior year of high school, and by bullied me, I mean they keyed my car repeatedly, threw trash all over it all the time, tried to get me kicked off the cheer team by inviting me to a party and taking pictures of me with alcohol that I wasn't drinking, and then at said party, they were like, oh, let's do a little wrestling match, and I'm like, okay, and they're like, seniors versus juniors. I was the only junior there, so I had to fight on or wrestle, let me say, Wrestle all nine girls, and let me just say, I kicked all of their asses, including the one that was captain of the basketball team. I remember at one point, one of the girls was like, damn, what are you guys doing in cheerleading? Pumping iron? Yeah, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I was literally <laughs> lifting Nikki into the air. Yeah. Assisted, so, but I don't know if y'all see this. Is it even that good? Anyways, um, I just showed my biceps to the people on YouTube. Regardless. So, they, I was seeing what, a guy that none of those girls were dating, but they were upset that I was dating him, even though they were all dating the other guys in the friend group. So I never understood why they were upset that I was with Dylan. So they they bullied me, whatever, right? And I was like super pissed about that. Then they all graduated because they were seniors. And then that summer, I proceeded to sleep with all of their ex-boyfriends that they thought I had slept with that I didn't sleep with. Every single one of them. This is what happens when, when you, you put off a Libra. No, oh. a Scorpio Mars. <laughs> Libras are also Libra That's is Saturn. True. That's true. That's true. Anyways, um, and then uh, <laughs> I don't think any of them knew that I slept with all their dudes. 
Um, but for the ones I did find out, I'm pretty sure they were not. Nikki and I are only vindictive every now and then. And I'm, I'm not, uh, yeah, I'm not usually vindictive, but after. Oh, not, yeah. It, it's like once in a blue moon. You really got to piss, piss us off to Well, what, what threw me over the edge wasn't what the fact that they keyed my car. It wasn't the fact that they always threw trash on it. It was that they tried to get me kicked off the cheer team. Cheerleading was my life back then. So when they did that, I'm like, I don't fucking care that y'all are dating. Guess what? I'm going to go sleep with all your dudes. So I did. So am I, that was, I was 17. Okay. I've grown since yeah, then. I was going to say. I wouldn't do that now. <laughs> Enlightened Cammy would probably not homie hop nearly to the extent to which she did. Enlightened Nikki looks back and is a little proud, but also understands that in the future there are better way to handle things. But it did get me thinking like, you know, when my husband and I were non-monogamous, like we always had the rule that like no friends. Because well, we, we never wanted to get in the way of a friendship by complicating it with sex. So, like, my friends were off the table for him. His friends, like, of, this, of the opposite gender were off the table for me. And I found that that made it, like, so much easier. But I can understand that, like, especially, you know, in some of the communities, for example, like, think about our swinging friend group, you know. Like, they're all friends. They all hang out all the time. <clears throat> But, they, but also they, all sleep sleep with, they all sleep with each other. Well, and that takes us to like what we wanted to discuss in this episode. I mean, there are different friend groups, especially when you're non-monogamous, when you're poly, when you're in, you know, a swinging friend group. Kinky. There's, you have like yeah. your vanilla friends. You have your... You have your vanilla friends. You have you your have monogamous. Your that are monogamous. You, and then you have the friends that you fuck. Exactly. And I feel like th- there's definitely... I, I have those distinctions. I have my kinky friends, I have my vanilla friends, I have my monogamous friends, I have my non-monogamous friends, and that, and then I have my friends with benefits and friends that I fuck. Yep. So, lots of different friendships, and, like, you really, you gotta find a way to balance them, but, like, I have friends that fall under the, the category of friends that I will not fuck for whatever reason, mo- mostly because they are still friends with my ex-husband, that, like, I think they want to get into the... Friends that, friends I, fuck that I fuck bucket. Yeah. <clears throat> they want to ma- make it into the friends that I fuck bucket, but I'm not going to put them in that bucket because I just refuse to. Because this day and age, like, I would rather preserve a friendship rather than just have sex with one for the experience of it. It depends on the origin of the friendship, perhaps. That, too. That's a good way. Uh, and that's what I was trying to think about. It's like, what makes that distinction? I think it could, I think it's the the origin of the friendship and also, like, the... You know, who else are they friends with, for example? Like I said, you know, take Bowser, for example. Like, you know, he's best friends with me, and you've slept with him. But, like, I'm not going to sleep with him. Even before you had him, like, you know, that's not that's not on the table because he's best friends with him. You know? Mm. So. And, or, like, you know, say. Wait, is Bowser considered a homie hopping situation for me, then? Because he's friends with my ex? Mm. Sus. Perhaps. But, like, say, for example, I started seeing a new guy, and we were, like, fairly serious or whatever. I, even though, like, I'm non-monogamous, like, his friends would be off the table, which is why I felt really bad that with this one guy, I slept with a Bumble dude first and then fell in love with his best friend. So I was like, I don't know what to do in that situation. Or I didn't know Have what to do. Have y'all discussed that? I apologize profusely. And he was like, it's fine. I processed it. We're good. Yeah. D- was his ego a little bruised or mm, no? No, it doesn't, doesn't. It didn't change anything. Mm. But, I mean, I do think that it is important to. 
I think it's important to establish that like in non-monogamy, like if you're a couple and you're opening up, you're like, okay, are our friends on or off the table? And I'm curious what other people do, like I am, because I'm curious if other people have the same, you know, like say you have single friends that are like monogamous, you know, so they're not like non-monogamy friends, whatever. Like, are you going to hook up with them or are you guys going to be like, no, those friends are off the table? See, like, here's here's one thing. Like, I remember a first sex party that I went to with you and I brought my old partner, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I told him, I was like, you can't hook up with C because C has hooked up with Nikki. You know? Yeah, but you've hooked up with people that C has hooked up with. Yeah, but I... But that's different. That's different. Yeah, I wouldn't, you're right though. I wouldn't want any of your dudes hooking up with C because her and I hook up all the time. Yeah. And I wouldn't want, yeah, yeah. So like, see, that's what I'm saying though, is like when you, when you kind of enter the space of like non-monogamy, and I think, I remember one time Claire was saying, you know, like in relationship anarchy, she's like, you start, you know, you fuck your friends. Not that that's like a blanket statement, but she was like, you know, you get to a point where you're like, I think you're you're attractive. Let's fuck. And then you fuck. But see, it's just for me, it's such a muddy water because like I I like to think of like the friendships and, and I don't want to lose any connections over like sex coming in and, and complicating things. For me, it would be two different things. Either the friendship is really loose. So then, you know, the it's easy to introduce sex to it or the friendship is so serious and so like established that I don't think sex would... Um, you know, change it in any sort of way, that would be the only time I would do that. If yeah. it's like in the middle ground, I might be like, mm, no, better not. I think I'd I'd err on the side of caution and not sleep with anyone that I was like hesitant about the status of the friendship before and after having sex. Say, for example, I have a new primary partner and, you know, we're laying the ground rules for like how we want to approach non-monogamy. I'd have the same rules that I did with my ex and where it's like friends are off the table. I can't hook up with any of their friends. They can't hook up with any of my friends. Just leave that side of it like clean and clear so that it doesn't cause any confusion. See, and within our rave fam one time, I teeny tiny minorly not really, but messed around with one of our fam- rave fam members. Who? I didn't know this. Yeah. No, what? I told you about this. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. What did y'all do? Not, I'll tell you later. Anyways. Wait, I, didn't, I don't remember we this. Minor, you're you're going to remember when I go into this. We minorly messed around. And after that. Because I already had like this friendship with him and I really didn't want it to go past that, I felt really bad and I was really mad at myself that I did that. And then I didn't know how to like process that pain. So I like instead pushed that onto him and like ignored him for the better part of like a few months until finally I was like, oh wait, that was my fuck up. Um, Well, at least you held yourself accountable. Yeah. And then now like, you know, obviously we're still good friends. He still kind of wants to, you know, hook up or you know go on dates and stuff but not my cup of tea right now i'd prefer to just keep it as friends because that's where i like his and i's dynamic but yeah you know this we were all in a hotel room together for a rave oh okay 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 now i remember sorry my memory was a little fuzzy but i will say i was so pissed that night i mean i'm glad to tell that story no Uh, no (laughs) 
I, I'm glad. <laughs> we'll edit that out. <clears throat> I'm glad you held yourself accountable because, like, I definitely did too. And I, because the guy that, like, you know, I, I met one on Bumble and then I met his friend through him. And then I ended up liking the friend more. You know, I apologized to him. I was like, look, I didn't. I didn't handle it right. I didn't know how to move forward in that situation. I thought I liked the other guy more, but then like once I slept with him, I realized I like you more and da 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 da. So like I definitely held myself accountable to it. But like, it, you know, if I, that is the one thing, if I could have redone that moment, I would have redone it so I didn't sleep with his friend first. I mean, I think it's so interesting, like, you know, cause it, you see a lot of like questions, you know, whether it's like on Reddit or on TikTok or whatever you see questions of people like well you know I'm in love with my best friend or you know I hooked up with my friend and I don't want it to ruin things yada yada so it's like especially in the space of non-monogamy and like polyamory that gets even more murky because you already have pretty liberal views on relationships well I was gonna say murky but also more liberal like yeah more liberated but so maybe maybe you have more of like the tools to kind of work through that because then you, you both conceptualize sex differently and you, maybe you're able to kind of like pull it apart and be like, you know what? It's okay. We, it happened. We're good. Like, let's continue on with the friendship and forget the sex. Mm, yeah. But I definitely think, you know, if you're more of a monogamous person or maybe you do have a best friend and you don't know how to tell them like, hey, you know, I want to sleep with you or see where if Just consider the friendship. But I, I really am curious. And if you are in a non-monogamous or polyamorous relationship, you want to share your dynamic, I would love to hear how you handle sex with friends out like it within your, you know, non-monogamous or polyamorous relationship. I'd yeah. And if friends from the past are on the table. Yeah, I and future like friends. Yeah, I was going to say, oh, man, that is... That, I See, it's, have, it's complicated, I would right? have to mull that over, depending on the person, depending on the friends. And depending on, like, you know, say some friends are, like, friends from, like, work or friends from, like, you know, business partnerships. So, like, you definitely don't want to come in and fuck any of those up. Fuck any. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, uh, but you know what I'm saying? So, Yeah. So that was our episode on homie hopping. I hope y'all don't. Yeah, please don't judge. Don't judge me either. My homie hopping abilities. Don't judge me for sleeping with all those dudes out of spite when those girls bullied me. They were really mean, okay? Really mean. I've let it go, but, and you know, I'm proud of how I, how strong I was back then. But, you know, sleeping with all their dudes probably wasn't necessary. You were 17 and hormonal, like, Yeah. I'll, I'll give We've myself a shitty things. I'll give myself a pass for it. Yeah. But did we want to get to that one question from the guys, our final before we wrap up? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in it's in the email. Hold on. Oh yeah, we need some elevator music. I don't even know. I'm just singing random tunes. Okay. Um oh, fuck, hold on. <coughs> But the song goes, he's like, you're a bad liar. Something, something, homie hopper, drama starter. Something Wait, like hold that. on. Yeah, who who did she homie hop? Cause so she, it, she dated. For me, it would have been that one <coughs> that one really hot. No, no. It, it's like Travis Bar- Parker's son or something. Travis Barker. I don't know. I don't keep up with that shit a lot. Charlie D'Amelio or mm-hmm. Diggs? No, Charlie. Charlie. Char- oh, okay. Okay, continue. All right. So one of the questions that we got was the subject line was sex and body positivity for men. Hi, I just started listening to your podcast. I think it's great. I'm 51 years old. Anyway, 
I spent most of my life following the script when it came to relationships. Now I'm single and allowing myself to be more open and honest with myself. And I'm finding that there is very little support for straight cis men who are exploring polyamory, CNM, ENM, whatever buzzwords there are. I want to explore sustained sexual pleasure like tantric stuff, but I'm not finding any other people who are into it. 90% of the women I see on dating apps appear to be searching for their one and only. I'm not sure what I'm asking. Maybe I'm just complaining. Is there anywhere where a straight man can be open, honest, and just talk about sex without being judged? Okay, that's actually a great question because I'm trying to think off the top of my head. Like, where can a white straight man who genuinely wants to explore? I don't explore think he says he's white, but okay. Keep where, going. where can a cis straight man who genuinely wants to explore his sexuality and his desires go without being called a cis het man that is you know doing well i think he's just trying to avoid like getting like the the fuck boy name slapped on yeah and i think it's just even at his age you know yeah but they're like oh he just wants Uh, that yeah there are definitely 50 year old fuck boys out there anyways but i think what's important here is how you approach and how you go on with communication now i know in in the email he mentioned how most of the dating apps he's going into, it's just women, you know, looking for their one and only. Like, if you're on Bumble or Hinge, that's probably it. You need to be, like, on the raunchier ones. Um, field. Like, Field and FetLife, maybe Tinder. And, you know, also put it in your profile. Like, hey, I'm just looking for something casual right now while I get, while I explore myself. And, and non-monogamy get, or yeah, whatever. And get to know myself in this newfound single space, you know? And from there, it's just going to be um, essentially just seeing who comes along. Like, I think the the space where he's probably going to find the most support is like within swingers groups, non-monogamous groups, like communities that are about because those those spaces do like single men too. You know, the yeah. swingers that are looking for bulls, the, the non-monogamous that look for single guys that want more. What are the main dragons? dragons yeah or bulls either one dragons or bulls. Bull. i think i like dragons better because you have yeah. unicorns and dragons yeah yeah, yeah. and, and then there's creatures. like a bull which is like if you for yeah. like cucking yeah so i feel like you're gonna find more support from like the the swinging and non-monogamous communities now like if you're on bumble and hinge yeah a lot of the women on there are monogamous so you're not gonna find much support there everyone there is like looking for like a long-term relationship yeah at least in my and i also don't know where this guy lives I think it's important to note, you know, it also depends like geographically, geographically yeah. where you are. Los Angeles is going to look very different from like St. Louis, Missouri when exactly. it comes to these kind of things. Like or, the dating apps and what's available. Or Indiana. You yeah, know? exactly. So, and then, but yeah, but there are communities out there within even the the small rural areas or the, you know. The, I would even go on to Reddit. Yeah, go on to Reddit. Uh, another thing I would say too is like if you can find like sex clubs or like kinky or swing or swinging clubs, there, you're also going to find communities there or people there, like-minded people. Um, and and then from there, just, you know, strike it's all up about, some friendships. Yeah, striking up friendships and clearly communicating, like especially at the beginning of when you start talking to someone like, hey, you know, I'm not looking for anything super serious right now. You know, these are the things I want to explore, you know, tantric stuff non-monogamy etc etc um there's someone out there that will support you there are people out there that will support you in this journey but just understand that like it's going to be about making sure that you approach it respectfully kindly and as openly as you can 
so that because so many of the single guys like you see people complain about it all the time they're just like they'll go to a couple and be like i want to fuck your wife and then like send her a bunch of dick pics and i'm like no one wants that you know so like if you're coming at it from a respectful place like i'm genuinely interested in tantra or you know kink or non whatever like threesomes group play like just if you are if you approach it in a very respectful and kind open manner i think you'll be well received within those communities and um but the the key is finding those communities and it's gonna take time it's gonna take trial and error but you're gonna have to look outside of the normal channels outside of the dating apps you know mm. on fetlife they have a lot of um like beginner um you know like events for that for kink related things i don't know if you're into any sort of kink but like you know maybe you know even if it's just like a rope class for beginners like you might meet a lot of people there that kind of align with like more of like the tantra and like non-monogamy that kind of thing um and, and start there so like maybe you don't have a huge interest in rope but it could be a great way to go meet some people and it's for beginners so you know everyone there is new and kind of feeling it out maybe you learn a couple things here and there you might end up really liking it but like i think the key is to like putting yourself out there um having patience with it and and just staying strong in the things that you are looking for while re- searching for them with respect and kindness mm-hmm that's my I was advice. trying to see if you had any other questions. I don't think so. I think it's great that even at 51, he's deciding, um, you know, that he wants to pursue these things for himself. It reminds me of that movie. Well, he also asked, you know, how can I show people that I'm a sensitive, caring person who is mostly in touch with their emotions? I think through the way that you communicate and the way that you interact, you can show them those things. Don't be afraid to be a little vulnerable about your feelings and, you know, and, and things with them. Because when you, when you show vulnerability to them, then that makes them feel more safe to show vulnerability back. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the key there. But yeah, 51 is still young. I mean, it's definitely, you know... I don't Especially consider people old until like 68. I think that's old. I think, um, you know, especially like if you're older and, you know, new newfound singleness has come your way. Yeah, I definitely don't think it's something to freak out about. Like, yeah. Or don't don't age yourself. Yeah, don't age yourself. Don't be like, oh, well, you know, I, I'm 28, so like I can't speak on this too much. But don't age yourself. Like, no, it's true. People in our people like, in their 20s age themselves all the time. People in their 30s age themselves. Like, stop aging yourself. I do hate when I see 20 and 30 year olds aging themselves. That like, are like, oh my god, I'm so old. I have no energy to do anything. Three decades. Yeah. that is a minute amount of time. Chill the fuck out. I mean, I think there's like, if you're 51, don't act as if you're like, you know. 20 again but at the same time like you that doesn't like it is a number you can still have like a a very like youthful kind of approach to things with energy and excitement and blah 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 and like you know you know what I mean like yeah there's a way to do it there's a way to do it there's a way to do it it's all about open communication and like I think I was explaining this to someone the other day it's like you can't be a fuck boy if you're openly communicating what you want exactly you know a person who is you know out there sleeping around and but always communicating you know their boundaries or expectations what they're looking to get out of said thing is never that that's not like a a player a fuck boy yeah girl whatever exactly that's me I'm out there fucking around, but I'm very honest about what I want with people. I'll tell them if I want more, I want more. If I want just this, you know, or like, or we we have a discussion about it and we decide on it together. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But 
I mean, I think definitely for him to, you know, on the, what you were saying about like, don't age yourself, just be, you know, just embrace you, be you, like show them you get vulnerable, be open, be transparent. And I think you'll, you'll be well received amongst the people that see that and, and, and care for that. A great movie to watch, but also it's very taboo, but kind of reminds me of this situation in a way. Um, Adore, A-D-O-R-E. Um, it's got like Naomi Watts and Robin Wright in it. And um, the the two male dudes in it are also really hot. But anyways, great. It's based off a playbook. Um, I was going to recommend the movie Good Luck to You, Leo Grand. It's about an older woman who hires a sex worker to after like getting out of a really long marriage because her husband died I think or whatever and she's like rediscovering herself sexually I think that's also a a great film a great film for anyone that's like older and you know maybe they're single again or you know something happened and now they have this like newfound you know also opportunity for their sex life yeah yeah also, I just want to shout out to all of the 50 to 60-year-old men that reach out to us with questions. Yeah, we've gotten quite a few of them. I we, just want to yeah. say we love y'all. Like, Thank you for being open and honest with us and, you know, for asking, you know, your questions and doing it so respectfully. Yeah, we really appreciate and it. And I will say, if you if you have questions for us, because I know okay. someone DM'd us and they're like, how can I ask a question discreetly? You can send a form on our website. We're not going to like blast it to everybody. Like, hey, we would guess never, who? yeah, we yeah, would never exactly. say anything without consent. It's like, hey, guess who? No, no, we wouldn't do that. If you email us a question, it will stay anonymous, discreet, all the good stuff, whatever. So yeah. we respect y'all's boundaries and y'all's space and private lives. So thank you guys for tuning in. Hopefully, y'all liked our stories. <laughs> I hope I, I enjoyed the episode. Yeah, I really want to send it to Joey. I wish I knew where the fuck he was. I'm going to send the beginning of this to Calvin so he can he can realize just how much I've invested into our sex life. Oh my god. So, but yeah. Anyways. But yeah, everybody, thank you for tuning in. Don't forget, wear, wear condoms. condoms. And we've got the live show October 20th. Link in bio. It's also on our link tree, our website, and all of our socials. Come see us October 20th from 7 to 10 p.m. Yeah. At, I don't remember the location. It's anyway. Factory Studios. Anyways, so come see us there. Can't wait to see you guys live and in person. You get to see us. And if us. you have brand, contact me. Sponsor us for your live event. Yeah. Okay. Y'all have a great day. Love bye. you. Bye.